0: This episode of The Disc Golf Podcast is brought to you by otbdiscs.com.
1: At one point in time, if you listened to the show, you knew uh, about our little secret site to get awesome discs. Uh, It's not a secret anymore. It is a site where you can learn everything about the discs you're purchasing before you actually have them in your hands.
0: Get disc weight, dominess, flatness, all kinds of ratings learn it before you get it in there and get your favorite disc at only the best discs otbdiscs.com use promo code dgpodcast to get free shipping on your next order What's up, disc golfers? Welcome to episode 224 of the Disc Golf Podcast. My name is Robin, and alongside me, my longtime friend, avid disc golfer Joe. Hey, guys. <laughs> What's what? Uh, you guys got, some, got something on your mind?
1: I, 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 I feel like I do, but I feel like it's going to all come out as we go through the show. I'm still. I feel kinda lost with what we're doing this
0: week. Okay. That's totally understandable. I mean it, it happens to a lot of people where they're in the middle of a, you know, professional podcast and they wonder, you know,
2: what doing. Is this doing. for me?
1: <laughs> you know, it's that regular thing that happens to everyone five yeah. years deep into something. They go, You know what? Did we just jump the shark? <laughs> is this is this what we is, is this thing that we do? I I do we want to keep this is. going. No, I definitely want to keep it going. That's what I mean. Um, We're doing something different, though. Very different. This show, uh, first time, not only first time ever for this show, but Robin and I were realizing uh, before we started recording, something for the first time ever in our lives um, is going down. I guess Robin delved into it yesterday. (laughs) Um, But for me, my first time.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's a... Amazing. I've I, well, we got nice. Did you use lotion or and,
1: uh you know, you wanted to get back in there.
0: <laughs> All right. I, I can't let this go any further. Oh, okay. <laughs> so we have reviewed a ton of beers on this podcast. There's one type of beer that we have not reviewed. And it's not stouts, people. It's, I mean it we've is We've actually
1: done Stouts. We, <laughs> we've totally reviewed Stouts. Um Think and it's not a sour? Porters.
0: But uh, we're going to review a non-alcoholic beer tonight. It is. Uh, it was sent to us by Joel Schreiber, and uh, he found it in January, because uh, he did Dry January. Yay, health. Yay, health. And he sent it to us, and I was like, you know what? Why not? I know that we have a lot of of listeners that don't drink and enjoy the show, and maybe they'd like to, to hear about it. A non-alcoholic beer, so they could they could get in the beer experience, or
1: people that drank and decided they didn't want to drink anymore, but enjoy a non-alcoholic beer here and there. Yeah, Um, you know, or someone who just likes the taste of non-alcoholic beer. They also put with premium plastic <laughs> and s- sip buzz balls.
0: <laughs> Carry large hunting knives for no reason. Yeah, <laughs> you know, you gonna you gonna skin a deer in Walmart there, pal? <laughs> What's going on? You don't know. <laughs> I'm yeah. sure it's
1: happened. I'm sure someone has skinned a deer in Walmart. <laughs> I bet. I bet someone
0: like I'm afraid to Google that. So i <laughs> we're just Florida gonna, man. <laughs> yeah. It, it's gotta be Florida, so. <laughs> It'd be an alligator, probably, but
1: I bet it's happened. I bet someone didn't have an item just. dragged right is that the correct drug drug dragged uh deer into the store i need a
0: nap i'm glad we've we've, uh i'm glad we've had such a tremendous start to this show people are definitely going to believe that uh there's no alcohol involved it's uh
1: right i was like during the pre-show i was like slipping on my words here and there and i was like oh no that's i usually have an excuse
0: what if this entire show we just end up drunk by the end of it because of you know, like some sort of psychology thing.
1: What if this is all a ruse? What if that's how Athletics sells it? Is they're like, oh, it's non alcoholic. And people just <laughs> buy cases on cases because it's actually like
0: 6%.
1: And people are just getting hammered and they're like, I am no longer an alcoholic. <laughs>
0: well, no, I've, I was drinking it. all day. Look, it's <laughs> uh, not alcoholic. Oh, knockoff. But yeah, so we had the Las Vegas challenge. Over the weekend, so we're gonna recap that, and uh, I, I, I think it's gonna be a great show, right? Yeah, of course it is. I don't. I, I'm so off here. I'm not sure. I, I'm. I guess I'm just a little worried that that everyone's gonna be like, well, I guess we can never listen to this show again. So I want to reassure everyone: we are gonna review a very strong beer next week, and and it's gonna be great. So just. Totally.
1: Well, here's the thing. We have, we've said it for a few weeks now. Um, and I know I got a question actually this morning in Slack. Rob and I have talked about um, our little bit of a, of a health kick. And I don't really want to call it a health kick anymore. And I don't know that I ever did. Um, just a little, uh, overall lifestyle changes, um, getting ourselves together. Uh, I, I'm, Pretty positive, not totally sure, but I have a good feeling that uh, when I step on the scale tomorrow morning, I'm going to hit that 30-pound off mark Nice. um, since we started this. Yeah, Uh, and we're also playing a bag tag round on Saturday at a super cool course. Um, We both went the whole week without having any drinks and just said, you know what, let's just make it through the week and then uh have a celebratory pop after our little tournament on saturday to reintroduce some lovely lovely booze into our lives uh so we were sent this beer and said you know what it it makes sense um for what we're doing right now in our lives and trying to kind of be smart about it even though
0: it's still like 100 calories like Come that, on, guys. That's I mean, 100 calories is pretty good. Well, if you
1: notice, only that one.
0: I mean, that's like. That's only like,
1: that one says 100. Every other one doesn't have any nutrition facts on it.
0: There's another one that says it's 105. Okay. But um, I think it's just the newer packaging ones. Yeah, that makes sense. That are sense. like that. But, uh, so the good ones. <laughs> maybe. I don't know. Uh, but yeah. So And also, thanks to Joel for, for thinking of us and sending it out to us. And and just kind of a, another, another thing to try. So. Very cool. Well.
1: As Robin always says, he'll try anything once.
0: That That's honestly true. I, I will. Except for... Well, never mind. We've got a great <laughs> show for you guys tonight. We're going to recap the Las Vegas challenge, which was incredible. Uh, we will talk about the memorial for a little bit. I mean, it's in progress. So there's not... Uh, and there's no live coverage. And I guess... Yeah. So we'll, uh, we'll at least discuss what we kind of know has happened so far maybe i don't know i don't know ricky uh ricky called out sick so yeah, the Rumble um, Tums. congrats paul and uh then we're gonna do our world famous deer review our disc and beer pairing where we take a disc we take a beer we review them both and let you know whether you should bring on the course tonight we have the thought space athletics mantra a nine speed six glide minus two turn one fade uh control driver and then we're going to pair it with Athletic Brewing Company's All Out Stout, which uh, says that it is less than 0.5% alcohol. And this was sent to us by Joel Schreiber. So thanks, Joel. You ready to get into the Las Vegas challenge?
1: Real quick, uh, does, does kombucha have to put its alcohol content? Or, I think it does. Um, I mean, it's sure it's lower than that, too, but... I don't think by a time Well they have
0: bootcraft too, you know. Like well, yeah, like,
1: that's like seven percent like yeah. booch, but like I don't want to drink boozy vinegar.
0: <laughs> oh hard pass. But but non boozy vinegar is okay.
1: I don't want to drink vinegar,
0: sorry. <laughs> Let me take
1: a step back. I don't want to drink I don't drink kombucha. I like I'm getting all booched out here. Like with <laughs> you, my I'm getting yeah. weird with the way I'm talking with my non alcoholic beer drinking. Yep. Um yeah. nope, not a kombucha guy. Yeah. Surprisingly don't want to drink a weird drink that has a big snot thing floating on it for a whole bunch of time. and
0: That's true. That's true. That sounds gross. Uh, you know what I just discovered, though, that you might like a little bit better is, you know, you see all the hard seltzers around, but I discovered they make bubbly water without alcohol in it. You can just buy, nice. you can just buy a can of seltzer and it has no booze in it and you can drink it and it's bubbly and it, it's great. I, Are you telling I, me I, I don't know? Why I can
1: just drive down the road with a seltzer, you can. and not a cop will care. Nope, my wife won't get mad at me <laughs> I mean, for cracking a seltzer in the car.
0: Definitely not.
1: Honestly, California bad boys been slamming them bad boys. I know forever.
0: Well, I mean, I just discovered them today. So I, I <laughs> while well, I was, you know, uh, tersely aware of that, I just did. Didn't well, notice. that's
1: just because they weren't marketing him right. Back that's then. true. That's true.
0: But I mean, it's amazing. It's like you just. You just open up the seltzer. You drink it out in public. It's no big deal.
1: Well, you've had like, listen, you knew seltzer existed, but you didn't know that boozed up non-booze <laughs> seltzer exists. <laughs> that's a whole different story. That's, you how, didn't s- know that's <laughs> how the
0: ho- hard seltzer goes. Uh, makes it full circle. It just goes and yeah, make, they yeah. make non-alcoholic well, the hard seltzer. When's the
1: last time you saw seltzer water in a skinny can?
0: Um, I'm, I'm assuming it was someone with a white claw or a, or a truly. And I mean, but maybe they've had a, a few too many, but they don't want their friends to, to think that, to think that they've, uh, you only learned about soft. it
1: today because we started a new brand today.
0: Okay. All right. Uh,
1: I'm not going to go too deep in it because if you really want to know folks, you got to join our Patreon. <laughs> we definitely gave the full rundown of legitimately a multi-million dollar operation that, honestly, we're going to be way too lazy to follow through on and make happen, Uh huh. but somebody's going to, and then they're going to rub it in our face.
0: That's probably true. Probably gonna, a listener.
1: Probably Paul McBett. That's true. He's going to hear this, and he's going to become a patron for a day. Yeah. Listen
0: to all of our Patreon episodes. I will frame that notification.
1: He will listen to all of our Patreon episodes, because like, well, I paid the dollar. Yeah. I can have them all. I'm gonna get them all. I'm gonna download them and all.
0: Paul Macbeth is that kind of guy too. He, and then I'll he shut goes it down all out and everything yep. he does. And then
1: I'll shut it down. And uh, next thing you know, Paul Macbeth Brody Smith doing a jump high five after a cool guy thumbs up.
0: And the promotional. And then we're we just of of the world's first non alcoholic hard seltzer.
1: Yep. Ah, oh, damn. Yeah. Paul. You deserve it.
0: You deserve it. Congrats. You're
1: a hard working guy. Yep. Yep. Just just do us right, you know? Yeah. Little just uh next time you win a championship, just, just like look into that camera and just tip the hat. Or just tip the hat do like a little claw like a claw gesture. And then a and then a, and then a no no no. <laughs> yep.
0: Yeah, yeah, that would work. Little
1: claw, a little <laughs> no no no. And then we know
0: we and know. we got you and we, we appreciate you. We know you. he's got that knock nah claw.
1: What if that actually happened? What if we <laughs> did a little claw, a little no, no? Oh, <laughs> I think we retire at that point.
0: I mean, I think he should be our first, uh, our first part of our first commercial shoot for sure. It's, he, I hear he does them for cheap. He's not definitely doesn't take millions of dollars for his services. So,
1: well, no, he only takes a million dollars for like part now. And now that he's in a higher tax bracket, uh, He's going to have to do a lot of charity.
0: He's going to need some expenses. Exactly.
1: Exactly. So yeah. he can be like, I just donated. I mean, that commercial, usually I, I would get $500,000. So I just donated $500,000 to your cause.
0: Perfect. That's exactly what we need to get the canning facility open. And then
1: I'll be like, oh, cool. You know, we're not an incorporated nonprofit and it doesn't <laughs> work that way. But I'll phone it through boys and girls. So we're
0: okay. Oh, God. All right. Definitely so no legal the <laughs> issues with that. Las Vegas challenge. There was uh, live coverage on DGN. Uh, Ian Anderson joined the coverage. and Friend of the uh, show, Ian Anderson. Uh, and instantly took things to a whole nother level. Uh, it was so much better. This, Especially This broadcast, uh, when, yeah. Oh, Joe, oh, oh, God. People are going to... You're going to get canceled now. I'm not going to get canceled.
1: I am not going to get canceled. Ye- we have been possibly over the top with our love... For the Dosses You're and correct. Nate Doss. Um, one small criticism does not mean that I don't have all the respect in the world for that man. Yeah. Especially when he mispronounces something <laughs> multiple times
0: a broadcast. It was especially uh, frustrating. Frustrating. Yeah. Yeah. It was uh, That was tough. Um, but in any case, Ian... Uh, kept the ship going oh yeah and uh, as usual his his smooth tone and knowledge of the game he just makes everyone better and was able to seamlessly go back and forth with you know val and and nate uh, on the two different coverages and and his knowledge of the players is just awesome the disc they're throwing exactly i love that shit it's so good so it's always good to have someone that and not not only that like ian takes time to message players to find out what they threw so that he can give that information to you. he's not he like some of it he knows if he's really familiar with the player but in other cases you know he'll especially if he's filmed the round he will text them ask them to, to Oh give yeah, him a he's rundown. shown us
1: like the messages <laughs> yeah
0: yeah so um if he doesn't know what disc the pro is throwing they're probably a bad communicator
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, for sure. <laughs> or like just tired or whatever. You know, I just played a round or two. And-
0: but it's always, always good insight. And just overall, you know, in the, the comparison from the, the All-Stars event, which was very choppy and a crazy bad format and lots of missed opportunities uh, from a broadcasting standpoint, this was a smooth, polished uh, event that told the story the whole way. And um, it was good it was great i watched mostly live i made my way through almost all of the of the post produced but not quite every single one of them right i watched i watched most of like probably 70 percent of each broadcast each day saturday was the only day that i didn't uh i didn't get very much in at all and i was like
1: the not the opposite but i kind of i watched almost everything except for final day yeah um Live and a lot of post-produced. And yeah. I, I actually, I mean, obviously I know how it all shook out and I paid attention on Sunday, but I have not watched the final round
0: oh, okay. post-produced yet. I, yeah. Well, I mean, it obviously not as exciting of a final day because cause Eagle just freaking so ran away with it so early. But um,
1: did, and actually this, maybe it's more fun for me to bounce questions off you than to know it's probably not. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Did Paul just poop the bed? Or do you have OB? Like what?
0: That score was um, no bueno. He had some OB in there um, towards the end when he realized it was out. You know, Paul just goes into that starts mode,
1: running everything. Where, no, <laughs> oh no, oh
0: <laughs> no. You can see when Paul has realized that he doesn't win an event, he starts playing for place and starts playing very conservatively. You don't see a lot of emotion out of him. He'll lay up for things. He'll putt short. You know, like he—he's just kind of. You can tell he's just angry with with the situation and doesn't want to make mistakes and at that point it was just so far ahead and and eagle just i mean those rounds were out of control so he was
1: where are you telling me (laughs) eagle played really well at the beginning of a season
0: (laughs) yeah it's a it's becoming a thing at this point oh it's 100 percent a thing (laughs) so It's,
1: it's so much a thing that i can't get on the eagle wagon yet Mm-hmm. As much as you want to, after dominating performances like this, he's not strung a season together yet, and that's one hundred percent not me saying I think it's impossible or I think uh, he's still so young. He's I mean, so young, and he just has such a crazy skill set. Well,
0: I mean, but we also forget that every year the disc golf, you know, tour starts off with wide open courses yep where he can just bomb i mean you look at the top of this of the of every single round and the end you're looking at the farthest player throwing players in the world
1: oh 100
0: so like these people that can bomb on these courses the strokes just they they just they just keep picking up strokes because they can throw 600 feet with so, that said the wind was Nate wild sexton
1: though. did win this tournament last year <laughs> that's true um I think another huge storyline um, is that we've been saying Ezra's name wrong Yep, this entire time. We have. I mean, he played real well, too. But I think a bigger story. We've been
0: saying Adderhold, but it's Aderhold Exactly. Yeah.
1: And and uh, Nate and Ian did a great job emphasizing.
0: Yes. But can we really trust Nate on the pronunciation of?
1: Ian confirmed it, so yes. Okay. All right. Without an in confirmation, I don't I don't know. Yeah, that's true. I don't know, but he also Nate multiple times said you can hear that I'm saying it this way. Like he pointed out, yeah, he did, that he they were told that's how to say it.
0: Yeah. So, we're sorry Ezra for basically every previous mention of your name being pronounced. We will impromptly. never
1: talk about you on the show again.
0: Yeah. So,
1: unless we pronounce your name correctly.
0: <laughs> But nonetheless, I mean you look at like these cards in that we got to watch in the post produce, that was the main reason. But when you were watching, you know, Eagle, Heinberg, Ezra, and Garrett on the same, you're just like, Oh my God, this is this is insane. Like
1: Which goes back to me being bummed about All Stars and Paul and Garrett not being partners because <laughs> that would have been so much fun to watch
0: but like think about it like the only person you can add to to that list of people in terms of distance you could add simon but he's not healthy yep. his elbow is still yep. giving him trouble and then drew gibson yep like other than that like you're talking that's, rick and paul that's are all. not far off no but they're not they're not no throwing 600 plus on on you know you saw when paul was on the cards with them he was still 50 feet back yep so it's wild i mean seeing that it and it is fun i'm normally pretty uh pretty down on on ball golf courses just because we it does get repetitive like you see this these same shots wide open
1: i'm gonna put a basket right here there's sand traps by it <laughs> yeah and so like the only way
0: they can they can create risk for these players is by using OB and hazard and things like that because there isn't a lot of uh you know natural either trees or topography to you know force a player to take a specific line so they use the sand traps and everything else and they set the the OB lines and the greens at distances that will be challenging for the players so it's a different style of, of disc golf and it favors these guys that can bomb. Because that's what the course is doing to you. It's making you choose, do I lay up short of this OB or do I bomb past it? And the people that can bomb past it have a huge advantage. Well, there's a whole
1: bunch of these holes that are like, oh, there's all these trees and bushes. So you got to throw a super technical shot. And Mm -hmm. then it's like, oh, no, I just throw like a 500 foot uh, like hyzer over top of it. It's cool.
0: Don't worry about it. Just throw the disc upside down.
1: Oh, shit. Okay. well that was fun while it lasted (laughs) yeah too bad can't we can't put like an air mando
0: yeah there's definitely a ton of wind though and that that makes the the whole thing a lot more challenging it it seemed to calm down you know for a couple of the rounds but overall the wind was pretty constant in terms of it affecting putts and drives you're seeing the disc bounce up and down on on people's drives and 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 putts that sailed or got knocked out of the air and I it's, feel like
1: it was more consistent this year, too. I feel like last year, that was a big storyline. Well, remember, that there the, was snow,
0: too, wasn't there? there was you're like, right. There, so. um,
1: but it was, like, super gusting in the mornings, and then it would chill out. So, the, wasn't it last year that, like, the lead card had three people on it that didn't have any business being there? And then by yeah. day two, it was they were yep. totally out of the running?
0: And then uh, the next uh, – the other thing I'd like to talk about is I enjoyed watching Clint Calvin play. Uh, oh, yeah, in, San Diego. So uh, he he was, uh, once again, on a card of, with a bunch of bombers, and, you know, he throws far in his own right, but same thing. It's like it's it must be weird throwing 500 feet and being in a, with a group of people that make you feel small. When, yeah, when another. There was another dude but on that card. He was just consistent. Forth. He had great lines, and uh, he he putted really well. It was it was nice to see see that. It's always fun watching someone that you don't really have a lot of knowledge of their game.
1: I feel like one of those days there was a localish guy that was having a good mm-hmm.
0: round. I forget his name. I heard there was there was Kyle Klein and that. I say his name's like Nick or something. I I, I yeah, just remember seeing no, him on.
1: I remember seeing him on, like, one of the local tournament mm-hmm. coverage things, yeah. and I just heard his name and went, oh, that's a guy.
0: But I'll uh, give you the top 10 for MPO, unless you've got any other thoughts for, for that before we... Um, no. I mean, I mean it... Eagle taken down the win in first place. We got Ezra in second place at 40 down and also in second place Calvin Heinberg at 40 down. These are all these bombers. Garrett Girthy in fourth place at 38 down. Ricky Weiss. oops, hold on. Oh, uh, I was right doing right. uh Never mind. Okay. I had it on on uh round 4. Just making sure. Okay, good. Whew. I thought for a sec I had it on on a different round. (laughs) Sorry, Uh everybody. Nonetheless, uh, Ricky Wysocki in fifth place at 37 down. Drew Gibson in sixth place at 36 down. Kevin Jones and Brian Earhart tied in seventh place at 35 down. And Paul McBeth in ninth place at 34 down. Closing out the top ten, we have Clint Calvin at 32 down. So, uh, a lot of big names there. Clint Calvin's really the only one that's not not a, uh, a household, household disc yeah. golf name. So that's a – and, you know, everybody in that group throws far. Even even the shortest thrower in that group, probably Clint Calvin, still is throwing 500 feet. So. Oh, yeah.
1: Um, and I will say, too, uh, before we move to FPO, I watched some of the skins match stuff, too. And I know I brought this up last season – I think even with Ian on challenging uh, Kevin Jones distance and power um, and I was completely wrong because like in the skins match he threw like a 500 foot like pure hyzer Mm -hmm. I was like okay never mind (laughs) he can throw it far
0: yeah yeah we should also mention because we haven't yet that Ezra threw in his second round 16 down and at a couple of points, I think he was on pace for a perfect round because He the, was. The he Eagles. was for a while, yeah. So, um the you know, had a couple of Eagles in that round. Uh just 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 four pars and two Eagles, rest birdies. It's uh, quite the round. It was a lot of fun to watch. You watch and you're like, Oh my god. Like is this is this real? Is this do we just is everybody else dead and then we've got this new robot and he's just gonna destroy everyone? And then we saw in the third round. He came back to Earth. Yep. Just a, a.
1: You know what though he he played he had a really gutsy. But still, the bit it, that I watched, uh, final round even too. Oh no! Third round he looked like he was kind of going to go down and out. He was kind of spiraling, and then he hit a big putt and kind of saved the got end of it his round together. to yeah to get on to stay on the lead card.
0: Yeah, and still ended up in second place after fighting back and having a having a great um, a great final round. So. He he did well and just that that three down was three down not four down on the the day three so some late bogeys and and not enough birdies throughout and eagle just just setting pace yeah, the whole time Eagle just eagling mm-hmm. it so all right on to FPO FPO I thought was actually a bit more interesting obviously it was way closer uh, but we got our classic page and cat battle and just like we talked about on the MPO side this course favors the long throwers and cat and page are worlds ahead of most everyone. Yeah. I mean, aside from Jennifer Allen, but Jennifer Allen doesn't have the other parts of her game to, and to
1: Kona's actually not that far off either.
0: Yeah, probably not. Um, but the two of them just on a course like this where they can, they can flex their power and, and just run away. And that's exactly what they did. I mean, they just absolutely crushed the field right? and accurate power. Yeah, I think that's exactly the, the
1: biggest piece yeah. Uh, where Jen and, Allen and, and, and both Kona... of
0: them have just a stellar approach game yeah they, oh yeah in terms of like obviously Kat has her putting her putting woes and it continued in this tournament too uh, and Paige can be inconsistent but when it comes to those approach shots and those second shots on on par fours and things like that they they just more often than not put it Right to where there. the
1: putting woes don't matter. Yeah. yeah,
0: and and take care of business. But this one came down to the final round, and it was kind of you know Paige and Cat back and forth in these rounds. You know, Cat jumped out to a lead in the first round, and then Paige Pierce came back in the second round, and um and and overtook, and then uh, it was got even closer in the fourth round, where it ended up just being one stroke, and unfortunately the same story again it while it was exasperated by the fact that that page had two ob's in the final hole cat missed some really really short putts coming down the stretch and she canned some huge ones at the same time but i mean we're talking 10 footers and and just donking them and it was windy i know but it we've seen this before enough to know that it was and then you know then, when it came to it at the very end, Paige throws her first two shots, OB, going on that, you know, 18s that long, right. water carry. Yep. yep and yep. then you approach to that. Water
1: carry right, and then water carry left.
0: Yeah, and then water left, and then, you know, a a basket elevated on a mound with OB all around it. So uh, it's actually like, probably one of the better 18s out there, given that it's a ball golf course. I mean, it, it's truly challenging and on. The other side, you get to showcase distance because these guys have to try and throw yep. across water and carry minimum 500 feet at the longest point, and then at the shortest point, the water carry is like 380. So, like that's that's far. That's that's a yeah. Tough I, I
1: there, there's not a day in my life that I, I would step up to a 380 water carry and be like,
0: let's go all there. right, yeah, all yeah. right, I'm gonna run like, that. I'd be like, so is there? Can I, I just throw over there? Yeah, I'll just throw over there. Yeah. So yeah. I'm just going to like throw there
1: and then there, and then I'll probably go towards the basket, but there's yeah. also water next to the basket. So like, yeah. oh, I don't
0: know. Joe, the water carries only 15 feet at this point.
1: Uh, I think
0: we're just going to keep going around over here.
1: <laughs> All right, I'll throw a trespass.
0: <laughs> but, uh, you know, it was kind of... Paige made a ton of mis- mistakes in the, in the final round. Uh, she had a bunch of bunch of penalty shots from what I could see, and then missed some putts as well, but just kind of still was able to salvage um, salvage some some good shots, some eagles uh, on some of these longer holes. So she would, you know, she took a six and then eagles the next hole right after that. <clears throat> and all the while Kat was having a good round, she was just missing opportunities. She had multiple pars where, where it, would, it should have been a birdie and she had pretty much parked it and just couldn't uh, couldn't convert, Low-going and we'd be career. talking about a, a playoff or an outright cat win, but who knows how that changes with Paige on on the final hole, right? Right, because if Paige they're neck and neck, Paige maybe doesn't doesn't take as aggressive of a shot.
1: I don't know. I I rarely, rarely, if ever, like I don't even know that I remember a time of Paige
0: not. Yeah, and Katrina, running. her shot. Um, coming in on 18 her second shot went ob by like what looked like maybe a hair oh. and and she was very close to being you know i think it would be like in circle two it was that concrete path that borders the backside, Got it. and so she took her second shot and went all out to try and park it and ended up a little bit right and it rolled along the cart path and then just flopped over and stopped right on the edge of the concrete. Like, I was like, show me the close-up. That's, right. That, like, <laughs> well, that's but, the
1: thing, though. She's never going to get benefit of the doubt.
0: No, no. She's, and I'm sure they walked over, and there you could see concrete I, totally. between. But with the
1: self-policing but, and disc golf,
0: like... But yeah.
1: It, it makes so, it, it... So, So she it was tough. very
0: close. Like, it was rolling, it was trying, and then it just, like, flopped. Like, if it had come just that much in, we would have had a playoff. So... um. <laughs> But that happens all the it time. It's like
1: so, many, so many tournaments, so many championships, so many things have come from the right role, too. So yeah. it's like, you know, it's not um, devastating in that way because it's, you know, easily could have flopped right back in. There's so much.
0: It, it and t- she has yeah.
1: wins based on the roll back in. And
0: and she was definitely, you know, she was going for an aggressive shot. Like, yep. that was the risk of that shot is is. It going long in ob, but she had to do it and risk it for she, the disc. It. She almost, she almost did it, and it, if she just hit a couple more putts, we say that so many times with her. But nonetheless, an exciting, uh exciting duel between the two of them. Um, own Scoggins was a lot of fun to watch. I don't know if you caught oh, any yeah. of her. She's a her, her putting is incredible. They kept mentioning it. She was the put the disc golf pro yeah. putting champion.
1: Well, but, she was off for like maybe a year or so. I think when we yeah, started doing this exactly. podcast, there was a lot of own. And I think she's innova now. Back in the day, she was legacy. Mm-hmm. I remember her being legacy for a while, Yep. Um, and then kind of disappeared. So it's cool to see her back um, and rolling because she has she has a lot of good pieces to her game.
0: Yeah, it it's a she's got a great forehand and uh, she's got a, a like a laser beam backhand. She kept throwing these shots are so low to the ground, but they just go straight and finish where. It, you know nothing crazy but she's probably getting 350 out of it yeah um or more um and and just was i think i saw her miss one putt but in the coverage i watched it was she made everything that she needed to and then made a couple of shot of putts that were just like in the wind that she was dealing with were just spectacular it was well, it was awesome. incredible. So that was fun to watch, uh, but really, you know, Paige Pierce at 20 winning the tournament at 25 down and then Katrina Allen coming in second at 24 down. And then you drop like three tiers and you got Jessica Weiss at 8 down. You know, I mean, they, insane.
1: Insane. Insane that there's such a huge gap. I mean, it was the same thing last year and the year before that. But still, yeah. I mean, uh, I mean I guess there have been I, it was like that last year but I'll say 2 years ago um it was Pat our Pat it was Paige all alone like yeah. Kat had a really down year a couple years back
0: Yeah. So it, it it's just we expect it because of how uh controlled and accurate they are along with the distance that they have that is so much greater. So but nonetheless it's still just Fun to watch, and even though you're you're wishing Cat could make a few more putts and close out, you're still watching these two players just absolutely dominate and end up having a battle. It was a little bit kind of at the end for you know, for Page and both them going to be like, "Well, do you you want to win this?" Like, yeah,
1: right. <laughs> who like, wants to win? You just play a little. Smarter I mean, Pages wasn't fine, or
0: Cats uh, wasn't quite like that because she took a really aggressive line and threw a full power shot and almost made it back in bounds. So she was trying to. To do everything she could. But Paige's shots were just kind of errant. And it was just. Yeah. So. Nonetheless. So uh, in third place Jessica Weiss. In fourth place. At, uh, Jessica Weiss at eight down. And in fourth place Owen Scoggins at six down. In fifth place we have Haley King at five down. And in sixth place we have Kona Panis, Kona Star Panis at three down. Along with Sarah Hokum also at three down. In eighth place we have Rebecca Cox at two down. In ninth place, we have Missy Gannon at even par, and rounding out the top ten, we have Valerie Manduhano at one over par. So nice, nice group of players. Once again, you, you know, when we're talking about the the MPO side and seeing a lot of big names, it's, 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 these are the the top players. Uh, you know, missing the Euros, but do you um, think
1: if you played FPO tees as well? Mm-hmm. You could finish anywhere close to par? No. In four days?
0: No. Not even close. No. Nope. I'd I'd be like probably averaging plus eight or nine, I'd say. I don't know. I don't know about that. It's a long course. I'd get tired. Four four rounds in a row? By round four, I'm gonna be true. I'm gonna be complaining about true. about things.
1: For sure. <laughs> you're gonna need you're gonna need a, a Delta cart and me just like dragging yeah. it with you on it in between. <laughs> can we get a golf cart <laughs>
0: blisters on my fingers can we get a golf cart please be throwing left handed because i just like shit just the thought my hand just anymore the thought,
1: i i brought up that we're gonna play in a bag tag on saturday uh just the realization that it's probably gonna be 27 holes uh-huh like i'm already tired <laughs> at that course 27 holes
0: yeah it's a lot of up, a lot of ups and downs i just i just don't want poison oak Please don't give me poison oak.
1: No, they clean that stuff up. Uh, That's good.
0: Ton, I really appreciate them doing that. So uh, the coverage was great. Uh, there was um, post produced on Jomez, and there was post produced on Gatekeeper, and post produced on GK Productions, and uh, all of those were good. There were some other videos that came out. How, would it, how did you feel about uh, Jomez with the big sexy Barry? Now the three man booth for uh, for for Jomez. I liked it, yeah. I liked it. I'm
1: a fan. I'm a I'm a fan of those three boys. I think um, there's a lot. I think part of it is just like me liking them too. Uh Especially we talked about it last week. Their like little preview video Mm -hmm. was was great. They had they had a nice little video of them playing the course when they filmed like the previews on Jomez for the whole previews. Yeah, Yeah. Um, it's it's definitely like. It was a little d- busy. It was a little busy, and it, it was kind of funny to me. Um, you could tell that the the biggest rapport is Sexton and Germ. Uh huh. Like, there there definitely was a good handful and Paul, of Gilbert swinging running. misses. Yeah, totally. <laughs> of him just being like, well, "What about this guy's?" And then just keep going, <laughs> like, not dignifying it with a response at all, or just like. <laughs> Uh, or stop and be like, uh, anyway.
0: They they had some good ones. It was fine. I <laughs> I think I prefer the the uh, the two person commentary team. Just in general, um, that way every second isn't filled up with with a you know a wisecrack or something like that. But they did a pretty good job of spacing it out. And, they
1: did, and I think maybe if they define their roles a little bit more too, uh-huh. like it could get.
0: Yeah, I mean it's certainly clean. not. I'm not complaining. It was it was good. Yeah, I thought it was fun. It's just different, so we have to talk about it. Of course, you know. But overall, I liked it. And then uh, I heard, I listened to, um, on the uh, the FPO side, there was Brian Earhart, and um, I forget who he was, who he was chatting with. But that was I really enjoyed that. Gosh, I'm blanking on the name. Oh, I but, don't know. Um, that was good. So I I enjoyed all the commentary teams. They. They're, they did pretty well. So the FBO ones there's a little bit snoozy with uh, uh, on a couple of them like Nate Perkins and I think Juliana Corver is that right? That sounds right, yeah. And it, it, they both had like a, the same tone going through. Well, that's like and when, so when it was very it was very they're both very mellow. And it was like it, it was just I needed someone to to get it, get amped. Like yeah, At some point for like, something.
1: That's like when it's like Philo and Perkins together. I'm well, because like, uh. even when
0: Perkins gets excited about something, he's still like subdued. Like he's yeah,
1: done. yeah. I I think you know you just need to clone Ian and yeah. throw Ian on all commentaries. <clears throat> um, or you know, people just do, maybe he needs to like film a uh instead of Paul Macbeth tips, just do like an Ian tips on commentating. On commentating,
0: Discord. yeah. I'd watch it
1: for sure I'd watch it and and then we'd film a... Uh, teach us your ways
0: Ian Please. Yeah, we'd
1: film it, send it in, get critiques, get form critiques, he can mark it up, but <laughs> i'm know. sure
0: I'm sure Ian has tons of time with his you know full time job and then also uh taking on. Disc golf pro tour commentary, along with his filming schedule, which was already pretty packed.
1: Yeah, well, also you know, wife and child, you know, yeah, family and whatnot. This
0: is a F- friends. That's a busy human. It's a busy human. So, uh, any any closing thoughts on the Las Vegas Vegas challenge? It was a fun way
1: to start the year, but I'm definitely looking forward to um getting out to some other disc golf courses. I mean really happy it was disc golf pro tour happy to kick it off but there was a reason that it wasn't a well-known big tournament for a long time mm-hmm. like it's it's fun yeah um you know in the same way the next tournament we're going to talk about is fun fun yeah uh, but i look forward to waco i look forward to uh roll into some different style courses because i feel like agreed um the one they played the All Star Challenge is also the one that we're about to talk about. The Memorial, and this yeah. are all just big yeah. open things, which I'm usually uh, a big proponent of, but uh, it's getting kind of boring.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fountain Hills, and uh, it's just I don't, I don't know. So, um,
1: iconic, but we've seen it.
0: Yeah. Yep. So, all right, Memorial Championship. Now that we've already spoiled our our feelings on, on that course, but uh, it's in progress already. It started on Thursday, and we had Ricky Waisaki bow out due to illness.
1: Yeah, food poisoning.
0: So unfortunately, you know that would have been fun to watch. I believe we are getting post produced coverage from Terry Miller, so the disc golf guy. Yes. So we'll get to get to see at least those cards from it, and Terry will do a good job as he he usually does. So, um, but really compared to previous years where there was live coverage and you know five or six cards of disc golf being post-produced uh this is a big change you know and and um with
1: that said the live coverage last year uh yeah caused lots of memes that
0: (laughs) year before before. oh right right, right. before that are still uh (laughs) yeah that, the
1: no wasn't it last year no i thought i thought they took over at the end of the year i
0: think it was previous one you're
1: probably right last year yeah. was it last year you're yeah. totally right yeah you're totally right
0: yeah so um yeah but nonetheless so we still but we still have paul mcbeth playing out there and uh you know pretty pretty good cast of a player is still um out on the MPO side so you by rating you got paul mcbeth adam hammes josh anthon Playing uh, some disc golf, uh, Devin Owens, Garrett Gertie. Oh, Girthi. Devin Owens,
1: that's awesome! Sorry, uh, he was
0: gone for like the year. <laughs> you got real excited there. I did. I Drew really Gibson, Cale Lavisca, Andrew Presnell, Anthony Barella. You know, th- 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 there's big names: Jeremy Colling, Paul Uliberry, Chris Clemens. It's uh there's a lot of uh, of big names out here. So it's unfortunate that we won't get all the coverage, but at the same time, people complain about this course and this event a lot anyway. Um, in terms of how boring. The hey, and now course less is.
1: chance of spoilers because it's like not anywhere.
0: <laughs> so I don't think we'll discuss what what's happened so far because we'll just recap this whole event next time. But yeah. um, you know, a wide open course with with wind and water. It's uh, it's that's what it does. So, and uh, and when we see the Typically coverage, you got to score hot to to win this tournament. You need there will be some you long double throws. digit under par performances every single day yep. so yep yep um to to win this this tournament that's just what it is and once again we'll see we'll see big bombers at the top um uh, of the of the leaderboard that'll be yeah that's what i expect
1: well, yeah without a doubt without a doubt it'll be you know it'll be fun to watch at some point i think it's not going to be I, i'll put it this way I am not going to be sitting idly by waiting for Terry Miller to drop the videos. It's <laughs> going to be when there's an off week or like I stumble across a the video that i am be like, oh, you know what? I'll yeah, watch it. could be I'll some really interesting of,
0: cards. But yeah, totally. no, I'll, I'll watch or it. Or that's another thing that could happen. Well, we like, have to recap it. So you're going to watch it, Joe. So that oh, so that we can recap that's it. That's totally true. Because it's our job and it's what we that's do. Tr- that's true. Uh,
1: that's not – I don't want to say disappointing. It's not disappointing. <laughs> Just wasn't thinking about it that way. <laughs> You're definitely, definitely right. Although it's a course, getting a little. It's a course that we have seen so many times that I could like swear I could just look at the <laughs> the scores for each round and be like, oh, I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure this
0: is what happens. That is irresponsible journalism, Joe. That that's just
1: <laughs> how dare you call me a journalist?
0: As a show sponsored by Knocklaw, we have a a responsibility to maintain our integrity as journalists. It's it's important to them. True. And as so, we all
1: know, I've watched every minute of every tournament we've ever <laughs> talked about.
0: <laughs> all right. It is time for our world-famous deer review, our disc and beer pairing, where we take a disc, we take a beer, we review them both, and let you know whether you should bring it on the course. Tonight, we have the Thought Space Athletics Mantra, which is a nine-speed, six-glide. Minus two turn and one fade, and we're pairing that with Athletic Brewing Company's All Out Stout, which is less than 05 percent. It says, "See that we got, we have Thought Space Athletics. I just uh, just clicked with me and too. And Athletic yeah. Brewing Company, it's it it was a sign. So, our first ever uh, non-alcoholic beer. This is a a a pretty what I would call like a lighter stout. It, it reminds me of like of like a like a Guinness. For the most part, like kind of your creamy kind of stout like that. Honestly, it's not terrible. Um, I was, I, I'll full honesty, I had a different non-alcoholic beer just randomly because I it was from Lagunitas and a friend of mine works there and, and uh, said, hey, try it. And I did and had two sips. and I was like, I can't do this.
1: More so, he said. I guess you can try it if you want. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs>
0: he gave me he gave me an out for sure, and I was like, ah, you know, journalistic integrity. I'll I'll give it a taste just so I can, I can uh, say this. But yeah, like less than two sips. This is actually, it reminds me of a Guinness, maybe like like a more caramelly like molasses Guinness. Um, but it still has that kind of bitter kind of dry aftertaste to it. And it's, well, the way you describe it
1: to me when you had it first, I think
0: actually like
1: hits, uh, the nail on the head is like a Guinness with like, a like a Newcastle-y. Yeah.
0: Like three quarters Guinness and one quarter Newcastle, like that kind of brown molasses-y flavor that you get. Totally. So I'm
1: actually liking it. The first sip I had, I was like, oh no, this is not for me. (laughs) Uh, I took a a bigger pull the second time. Uh, It got better. Um, I'll tell you this. I've just like looking over your computer screen and knowing my computer screen at work. uh, Athletic Brewing has their cookie game on point. Oh, yeah. Them ads jump up. You you go to the website one time. You search Athletic Brewing one time. And my goodness, every ad you will see is freaking. Along with
0: like alcohol recovery centers and stuff Ugh. like that. You know, I don't get those as much, which is good.
1: Um, but I totally would, I got those all the time. Be on the on the book and be like, what are you, what are you trying to say? Get out of here. <laughs> get out uh, But yeah, like little little athletic brewing banners and like all sorts of stuff. The, jumping the
0: tandem up. of like dick pills and, and alcohol recovery centers on right, the same page. Right. And you're like, oh, damn it.
1: Hill House, what? can you work on that? <laughs>
0: why you got to do this to me facebook come on yeah i don't um, do facebook I don't but do i'm just i'm assuming that that would happen i don't
1: think i've ever gotten a dick pill <laughs> once um i mean hypothetically just,
0: just, i was just you know throwing out possibilities there no no actual experience with
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. no dick pills or <laughs> hair loss or alcohol <laughs> treatment it's fine don't worry about it
0: but honestly it's it's not bad at all i i i I don't, it's, I don't know if it's, it's not bad at all. I, I mean, for a non-alcoholic beer, like it's trying to simulate the flavor of beer. So we have to put it on a different pedal. We can't like be like this has to be better than, than a Guinness for it to be, you know, worth anything. For someone that wants that flavor, especially, you know, Joe and I are more uh stouts are probably like the third level of beers that we drink. Rarely do we buy stouts. I've gotten a few of late but it's like a certain time of year typically i'm having like a small amount of one like the higher percentage like you know yeah the the
1: you know, Im- imperial ones
0: imperial stouts where you have a very small glass of it and has a ton of intense flavor so we're a
1: few weeks away for me buying some guinness 100 percent.
0: yeah yeah
1: like I, I i annually will have some guinness on saint patty's
0: yeah um i don't think i've had a guinness in a very long time but no so I guess it could be that my... Uh... Oh,
1: yeah, because uh, you know what? I was in Fuck You World last St. Patrick's Day because I was supposed to go to Texas before pandemic happened. Uh-huh. So I for sure was off at home because I was supposed to go on vacation and smashed like four car bombs by myself like before noon because I was like, fuck the world. This is stupid. I hate everything. When I was still in like,
2: this is going <laughs> to go away like next was week.
1: productive. Yeah. <laughs> Tasted good, felt good. Slept what if you good.
0: What if you did a car bomb with with non alcoholic stout? Is that
1: What if I did like What if I did this and, uh, and, and, and like eggnog and... or something <laughs> oh, or just like heavy cream, oh. little sugar in there, like <laughs>
0: sweet. What, you should You should try to make a non alcoholic uh, car bomb. That would be funny.
1: That's a horrible <laughs> idea. That is an awful idea. But I figured out how to do it. That'd be such a horrible prank. But I figured out how to do it. You get this beer, Uh the uh, all-out stout, Uh and then you get um, the shot glass is like the three-quarters or like half whipping cream, Uh and the other half. Uh, like a good quality maple syrup <laughs> and you drop that in and that'll get you that carbom flavor. <laughs> get that sugar. That'll, that'll sweeten up that. Uh,
0: that's your whiskey. You know, yeah. Just imagine someone not knowing. I mean, that's, that's, that's a hell of a lost bet right there. God, I don't want to know. So
1: bad. <laughs> like this beer isn't
0: awful.
2: No. Although I like, and
1: like we said at the top, uh, but calling it beer is like calling you who chocolate milk it's a beer drink <laughs> it's not a
0: beer i guess it, they actually use a brewing process for it so i mean and so it, does it technically has tea. alcohol content so you know it's
1: so does kombucha
0: okay well i mean i think they w- i'm not
1: trying to shit on it i'm sorry i tell you it, back. Ca- it
0: definitely counts as beer not but it's just non-alcoholic beer so i don't know i had uh when it first came in, I, I was honestly <laughs> thank you, Joel, for sending this. Yes, thank uh, you. But I got the I got the box. Even my wife was like, "Did you order? Did you order non alcoholic beer?" And I'm like, "What? No, it's a box of beer out there." And she's like, "That's non alcoholic beer, Robin." <laughs> I'm like, "What?" Yep. <laughs> <This is laughs> yep. Yep. I looked it up and I was like,
1: "Oh, this is non alcoholic beer. Oh, this one's not. Oh, they're all non alcoholic." <laughs> well shit <laughs> i mean good for them though that's a great market i feel like you know just like lagunitas is trying to do like one of their beers is non-alcoholic and mm-hmm. i feel like lots of people have just one that's an an na and I, it does show so in our pre-show too um i tried a couple different ones so you can check that out uh and also like possibly the greatest uh ad rundown you'll ever hear actually two ads
0: if you'd like to listen to our pre-shows and support the show patreon.com slash the disc golf podcast we appreciate all of you
1: yeah um it's cool that they devoted a brand to it because they can really like fine-tune some stuff work on things
0: my question is after after january i mean non-alcoholic beers have to have a huge spike in january and then like or in October. It's, sober it's just October like that's their Christmas. Like they they, uh, they just sell a whole bunch. Like a, like a toy store would selling all their stuff right at Christmas time. And then the rest of the year, they're just like, well. Like, all right, let's start <laughs> building it up for October. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we just got to make it the sober October, guys. Yep,
1: yep. Let's buy a hella fucking ad space <laughs> that just jumps up on people's screens.
0: <laughs> yeah, because I don't know, even though, I like the idea, I still, I don't need the flavor of beer so much so that that non-alcoholic beers would be something I would seek out to try and find a good one even beyond that. Like, this isn't bad, it's not my favorite style of beer, so it wouldn't be something I drink. Uh, Joel did tell us that the IPA they made was actually good, right? and I'm sure it was good in the framework of an ipa yeah uh, you know a non-alcoholic ipa in that it simulated the flavor relatively well and but wasn't you know obviously not going to be the real thing
1: well i'm going to go out on limb here and say um i don't really like the idea of non-alcoholic beer don't just don't just don't think it makes sense
0: um says the guy that had four irish car bombs all by himself before noon on st patrick's day it's, i
1: think that goes pretty hand in hand i feel like that's reinforcing I'm my just, stance i'm just shocked
0: that that you uh <laughs> that you would feel that way i mean
1: i this podcast has softened me up you know i i have recognized beers under six percent um mm-hmm. but like under four percent like what's the point <laughs> yeah and that's the thing like I, I guess i think we said a little bit earlier we said in the pre-show do would i rather have a sparkling water or one of these like hands down i'd rather just have a sparkling water yeah like that's gonna satisfy me as much as this will i think i totally if I, agree if i want a beer yeah. like a hundred percent like it's and that's the thing like this and maybe it's because they're like the stouts and the browns or whatever—the ones that we're having. Like, there's not a lot of carbonation. There's no. very little, if any. Most
0: of them have a pretty dry finish. Yep. So, um,
1: so it's not thirst quenching. It's not. And but this is also, I guess, the biggest piece. Um. If I really wanted a beer, I wouldn't reach for a beer of any of these styles either like that wouldn't be like my like i really like Mm -hmm. really just want a beer um so i think that like adds to it too like i just don't i don't see myself
0: but i mean here's here's what you could do though it looks like a beer most people aren't going to look that closely at it. So maybe you're playing like a doubles round or whatever where it's one of those booze rounds, you know, where you, you have to drink a certain number and you're just gaming the whole system. You drink like 12 of these and you're like, oh, I want to, you take 12 stro- strokes off your score and, and there you go. You could just totally take down the tournament. sober. I feel so- like
1: drinking 12 of these will still give you the poop. Real bad.
0: <laughs> for sure would. But these
1: things will mess your stomach up if you knock down 12, 12 of these. At least, like when you're hammered, your body's just like just get all that stuff out. Like I don't even want to worry about you trying no, to absorb not only this did, stuff.
0: And not, not only did he cheat to try and win the the booze round doubles tournament, but <laughs> he's in a porta potty right yep, now he and it himself sounds like he... <laughs> on
1: the final putt. I think he's. But,
0: gonna... he <laughs> but, but he won all ten dollars. He won. Good for you. All right, let's talk about the disc. (laughs) Let's talk about the disc. All right, so we have the Thought Space Athletics Mantra, which is a nine-speed, six-glide, minus two turn, and one fade. And uh, this is in – let me get their their plastic style up. I I believe – and Joe can correct me if I'm wrong, but this is molded by MVP. I'm Um, like 90 – I'm as
1: as positive that they're molded by MVP as I am – that mint is
0: yeah, and so this is their ethos plastic. Um, Thought Space Athletics has killer artwork too. They do artwork for other uh, other disc golf manufacturers yep. and uh, pros and stuff like that too. But their stamp game and just general uh, artwork is off it's off it's just nuts yeah it's so good they're so talented and the use of multiple foils on these things is incredible so i gotta say that first and then you have the the usual um you know kind of your premium uh plastic from mvp so you got your translucent color to it um nice nine speed rim uh plastic feels nice and grippy and firm it's it's awesome so uh this though as a flight is very understable. Um, this yep. is a turnover uh, nine speed. Uh, kind of reminds me of of a Heat. Um, it also, uh, we th- so we threw um, a lot of Escapes with it as well. Yep. It is slightly, jo- Joe and I were arguing about this in the field because uh, Joe felt that an Escape was the same understability as a Heat. I felt the Heat was more understable. And we were trying to figure out which was which. And we kind of determined that the mantra is like the, the middle ground b- yeah, between yep. the two. Um, but really nice uh, hyzer flip shots that you can then turn over. You can even get some real, you know, some big time height on it and still have it turn a corner. Um, so that was a lot of fun to throw. This is one of my favorite styles of disc to throw.
1: That's why I bought it. I bought I saw the numbers like way back when and I was like,
0: Robin's gonna love this disc. I I just really, really like those discs that you can put a pretty decent hyzer on and rip it very hard and get a little air under it and it'll just Pick up and then ride to the right and kind of flex out at the very end, just enough to flatten out and just give really big distance. It's a touchy shot. I don't throw it on the golf course all that often, but they're fun to watch when you're testing discs in a field and know that you can do that when you need to. Um, And then on the course, this is like your uphill driver, your tailwind driver, your turnover shot. Uh, It's fantastic. I I really, really like this disc. I, I couldn't give you a reason why. Um, why a heat or an escape is better than it it does slightly different things than both of them those are both True. awesome discs yep. mm-hmm. but i don't know if you like uh the MVP uh plastics um i would check this out because uh, if you know like the heats are great but this plastic is better than z plastic yeah for sure yep so i like that already titanium is great plastic i i don't see a comparable one but i see on there there's glow versions of these on on otb
1: um there were we bought
0: (laughs) (laughs) and i'm sure those are a tick more stable i would hope i would think maybe you think maybe we'll We'll check it out and report back right but typically we find that glow is more stable um with most plastics not always but um just something we've noticed over time so yeah i mean one of those fun molds where when you throw it in the field, you're like, oh, that's cool. Well, and it flew to the
1: numbers, like, right away. Yep. I th- There have been so many times that Robin and I have taken a disc to the field um, and looked at the numbers ahead of time and been like, okay, it's going to fly like this, and it flies totally different. Yeah,
0: like a Sidewinder or something. Right, like or a brand or new anything sidewinder. anything from Innova. Yeah, or uh, even, yeah, anything from Innova, basically. Uh, I was about to say, or a CD2 and be like, oh, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, <laughs>
1: So that's, like, one of the really cool things to say, to, like, pull it out and throw it and say, yep, yep, that's yeah, what it's supposed to do. that's what it's do. supposed to do. Um, so I had some throws a lot uh, with escapes. I carry an escape in my bag. I carry a few escapes in my bag. Um, and, yeah, we're, like we're kind of having an argument. I was like, no, the escape's, like, just just as understandable." when I was like, well, look at this, like, lucid one that I have kind of beat in um and just after more throws t- totally right it's it's a tick more understable um and and i think that glad th- it's it has more glide than that i didn't want to believe it robin didn't see uh he watched me throw a couple as he was leaving the field um i threw a decent shot with the mantra and then what i thought was A great shot with the escape and the mantra was further
0: yeah well I mean my last shot uh, two shots with this one uh, with the mantra and the escape remember I threw a terrible shot yeah like way too high up in the air and it still managed to turn over and then kind of glide out and get pretty far and then I threw probably about as well as I can throw the escape and they landed right next to each other yeah um, so I think that six glide is real. Yep, and um, I I'm intrigued by this one. This is uh-huh. another. F- it I'm so, these are the ones I'm so susceptible to these ones.
1: Totally. And and so here's something that I'm gonna say. Um, and it's uh it's my second confessional of of the day. Uh, the way I'm feeling about this disc is the same way that I was feeling about the Enigma after we did it, where I was just like. Mm-hmm. Man, it's so similar to this disc. I throw all the time, but it just keeps going a little bit further. And then I went out and searched out and got more Enigmas, and I'm all stoked. And now I just add another mold to my bag. And I've played rounds where I need big, booming drives. Um, and the Enigma is not clicked at all for me. Yeah. Like, at all, uh, to the point that I'm like, well, I'm cool, we have these. And it's just adding eight feet to a drive like it was such a silly reason for me to add it to the bag Mm -hmm. and i have a ton of different plastic escapes and nice escapes and i know what they do and i throw them and i really wanted to jump right back in that enigma mindset of like i guess i need to get mantras because they go a little bit further Mm -hmm. and whatever but i'm really like such a dumb mindset (laughs) like just stupid i've had these in my bag i've got a i've got them like backloaded so i can slot in new ones um i know what it does and i throw it well enough and i throw it kind of probably in a way that i don't need that eight feet eight feet is going to do nothing for me yeah or even like 20 feet because when i'm throwing an escape i'm just trying to turn that thing over anyways i'm not trying to get super down the fairway yeah so yes i think the glide's real yes i think it, it flies further than an escape well you can throw
0: laser beams with escapes too i totally. wasn't able to throw uh i uh, granted i didn't try powering this disc down because that always happens to me with these ones that are this understable it's way more fun oh to, yeah to put some There's air a under a it big big turnover and turn shot. it over yeah um and so I, I just like watching that shot. So I'm sure, I'm certain you can throw a laser beam with this disc oh, by just powering down and, and touching it a little bit. But for me, I've never liked that strategy. I would If I'm going to do that, I'll just go back to my Buzz or my FD club down to a slower disc and throw it at a normal speed yep. and get my laser beam shot out of it. So um, I've never really... right. I mean, obviously, you need to power up and power down your disc, but within a range, in my opinion.
1: Yeah, and a comfortable range, and you know that range, so that works. So, I guess, like, to wrap it all around, um, really like the disc. Um, We're probably going to buy more of them because they're cool, and who knows? Like, at this point, I think I'd rather have this in my bag for funsies than the Enigma. (laughs) (laughs) I'm, I'm, yeah, I... I'm not gonna pull the. I'm gonna pull the enigma out for this weekend because there's no reason for it to be in a bag tag round, in my bag. But I'll, I'll play with it here and there. We've had a lot of wind lately too, which is like 100 percent not the. Well, I played a course that's notorious for wind too. Um, those are just places where you don't throw a disc like that anyway. Yeah. Um. So I'll still mess with it, but I definitely. I guess I'm just saying I don't want to keep rolling with that mindset of. Oh, it's a little bit better than this disc I've been throwing forever. I should probably just swap things out. Yeah. Um. I'm gonna ride. I'm gonna ride with my my escapes.
0: Yeah. And uh, for me, uh, it it's a cool disc, and I'm I'm I agree with the we're probably gonna get others and, and check it out. I think I like the escape better. So like, if I were to add a disc, because I like the fact that the escape I can get that laser beam shot out of it. Yeah. And I I would prefer to have a little bit. Uh, more stability um uh, just for for general course play
1: yeah, you like that chameleon one huh that pink one <laughs> that, that
0: one flies nice that, that one does fly nice that was great um so so yeah i'm it's a lot of fun and and certainly a useful disc i could see people getting extra distance out of it and uh well i so, think they're yeah.
1: they're they're starting to have a good little line too. They only have a handful of discs, but I know I think it's called the Animus. Mm-hmm. Um, I threw Devin's down in San Diego, and it's pretty Thunderbirdy. Like it was, it was a nice, that's cool, stableish, uh, another nine-speed. So that's great. They're they're building some cool stuff, and and like Robin said at the top, like their artwork is the best in the game, e- easily. easily. If you see a stamp that you think is better than what is on a Thought Space Athletics disc, um, it probably is still Thought Space Athletics. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. Probably. So, yeah, awesome disc, but it's not going in my bag. I will still continue to toy with it, and I might put it in my bag uh, on, like, maybe the next time we play, uh, like, Lake Sonoma, where rollers are a thing. Yeah. Because yeah. I could see uh, getting down some pretty sweet rollers with this disc. Um, but in the end, like, you have Freetail in your bag, right? Oh, yeah. So what do you need this for? You got no. Escapes, you got a I free I Escapes free tail. and freetails. There's no, I there's think not a point. You'll be fine. Uh,
1: yeah. Um, and I'm... I'm not only am I not going to, once again, Joel, thank you. Um, if y'all are looking for some N.A., totally check this out. But um, not only will I not bring this on the course, uh, I doubt I will ever take another sip of <laughs> these beers after tonight.
0: <laughs> I, I'm also out on the on the...
1: You're going to drink all those,
0: though. I don't think so. I don't think so. It's possible, but... I I don't hate it as much as you do. It's right. pu- fully tolerable for me. I just I'll question whether I want a bubbly water or this, and I'll probably choose a bubbly water. Well, because
1: bubbly water has no calories or like five calories.
0: Yeah. So, so yeah, I'm I'm out. So we're zero for four on this one. What's uh what's this review, Joe? Let me even call this
1: 0 oh, for four. Um, that's uh oh. That's the last four times uh, Rick tried to keep something down.
0: Oh, that's not very nice. The poor man's got food poisoning.
1: I know, and he's going to get better and feel amazing.
0: (laughs) I guess if you are going to make fun of an illness, food poisoning is probably a safe one.
1: It'll ultimately uh, work out as a great cleanse for him. (laughs) I'm sure his nutritionist will tell us about it.
0: I was going to say it was the alcohol percentage, but it's a... I guess there's technically up to half a percent in these, so that wouldn't be totally accurate.
1: I mean, (laughs) (laughs) 0.04 might be right.
0: Yeah, really. All right, well, that's all we got for you on this episode of The Disc Golf Podcast. Uh, Check out our website, throwstuffatstuff.com. We've got uh, a joint Slack link where you can join our awesome uh, disc golf community on the app Slack. Uh, Check that out if you're looking to... Uh, just hang out talk about disc golf people so uh again throw stuff at stuff.com there's joint slack we also have uh some merchandise on there some dgp stuff we should be getting pins soon I need to oh, send yeah, some we emails should send email about that yeah. uh, but we should be getting pins soon on that website as well be sure to check out our patreon patreon.com slash the disc golf podcast uh if you love the show you will love the pre-show even more and uh there's now like so many of them so as soon as you sign up if you burn through our episodes and you're looking for more shit to listen to there's a ton of pre-shows on there so uh, check that out patreon.com slash the disc golf podcast and in the meantime get out there this weekend and throw stuff at stuff
2: this is a song for the aceless but those with aces listen closely you don't always have to huck it hard in fact, sometimes that's not right to do Sometimes you got to lay it up And not outrun an ace or two Sometimes you got to ease If you wanna put the D's in the B's Sometimes you got to say, hey I'm gonna throw it softly i'm gonna hug it gently i'm gonna flick it smoothly i'm gonna toss it so sweetly and then you say hey i hit some metal then you say wait a minute robin i think i'm starting to get it now could you fill my throat for me that's fucking teamwork what's your favorite disc that's cool with me it's not a trespass but i guess it works for you what's your favorite beer the only answer is an ipa so let's go to the bar and then i'm gonna flick it so sweetly and then i'll fucking hook it softly and then i'll fucking throw it perfectly but then I'm on a hug. You.